Hey, this is Rob, and welcome to another edition of an experiment I'm calling Give Us This Day Our Daily Guinness. I'm on the hunt with these daily episodes to uh, seek out the most interesting conversations that I possibly can in everyday life while either home or while on tour. Right now, I'm home. It's a Tuesday morning, and I was about to post yesterday's episode, and I realized I hadn't recorded the intro for it. So now, I'm standing in the bathroom, bugging the crap out of Sarah, <laughs> because I figured, hey, you're here, I might as well just, um, instead of just telling everybody, maybe it'll just feel more natural if I tell you what happened. Deal. Uh, so check this out, yesterday I was in, what? <laughs> hey, check it out. I'm checking. Oh, it's so hard. It's so hard to talk normal when I, when this microphone's on and not get into like radio announcer. Okay, so check this out, Sarah. Uh, my wife who I've lived with for six and a half years uh, and I talk to like this all the time. Uh, no, I was at the co-op um, about a mile from our... What are you looking at me for? My hair? Does it look crazy? No, your mouth looks pretty wet and I think there was something on the top of the ceiling. Oh. In okay. there. Like, oh crap. I think that's a spider. Okay, pause this. I'm going to kill a spider. Let's hope they didn't have to step on something. That thing's huge. Oh, it's falling. Oh. You get it? Yeah, I got it. It's like straight out of arachnophobia. Yuck. I swear that thing was jumping at me. Now, what's this that you're spraying on your hair? Dry shampoo. Dry shampoo. Uh, okay, so I was at the co-op yesterday. There's a guy sitting out on a foldable chair with a sign that said advice. No, it wasn't advice. It was venting. Vent to me. Uh, complete confidentiality for $5 for five minutes. Say anything you want. I want to hear about it. Here's the deal. This is the first thing that came to mind. My first thing was... Uh, when I saw that sign, I thought, man, I should just approach him and have a conversation, see, see how he started doing this, yeah. uh, what kind of conversations he's... The story behind it all. The story behind it all. What, how, what led him to this and what has he experienced uh, throughout this? So, uh, as I was walking up to him, I was thinking about uh, something we could talk about or a question or curiosity I have. I realized I actually have a problem. My problem is, in life, I think my... I think I have really good advice. When you're venting to me, you just want to vent. Uh, or even, I'm sure friends just want to, we all just want to talk about something and vent about it. Yeah, people are rarely seeking advice. Yes. So it is actually, it's actually pretty difficult for me to naturally listen to just someone vent and stop myself from giving unrequested advice. Yes. So that was part, uh, so I just, Decided to sit down and talk to him about it. All right. Here's my conversation on a street corner with Adonis. What's your name first? Adonis. Adonis. Yeah, Williams. Adonis Williams. Yeah. Uh, are you from Minneapolis? So you said you're, you were in Chicago for a while, Born right? and raised in Chicago. Hell yeah. yeah. What are you doing in Minneapolis? So I moved here to learn, because I'm my plans are to move back to Chicago and yeah. run for mayor. 
no big deal, right? <laughs> and so 80% uh, of my dad's side of the family moved up here from Chicago, more or less to escape, more or less to just kind of like kick back and avoid all the problems that we were dealing with in Chicago. Yeah. But because I have such a strong tie to Chicago, my goal is to get all of our citizens back. We've had like over 3 million citizens in the past, but now we're down to like 2.7. Really? Of them, yeah, most of them moved to places like uh, Minnesota. And so I came here to... Because it's not hard. It's just like six hours yeah. to over Minneapolis. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. yeah, that's why I'm here to learn. I, and I've planned, my plan was to be here for four years. Yeah. Um, I kind of tried to rush it, but my four years aren't exactly up. So I still yeah. got a few more months. Sweet. Uh, you know, according to my plan. So, man, okay, where did you come up with this? So, this is this is venting. Yeah. If someone needs to vent, okay, like what is this? If someone if someone didn't see the sign and they didn't stumble across, how would you describe what this is you're doing? So, I started this last year. I'm it's, down. An, it's an attempt at a. Uh, it's, it's multiple things, but I'll say it was an attempt at a protest against you know oppression and jobs and whatnot. Because I actually was a teacher before this. Really? It just yeah, it just wasn't working out because of just how the whole structure of having a job is. I need to own my own time, own my own business. So I said, you know what? What is a way that I can like use something that's very significant, that's a part of me, but absolutely zero to no, like very little to no funding. And I realized that when I first started to use public transportation as a kid, when I first started to like go to school by, oh, yeah. go to and fro to school by myself. Yeah, yeah. People, random people, oftentimes like homeless or like, you know, drug addicts, they would come, and not always homeless and drug addicts, but mostly them. They would come up and tell me anything that was on their mind. And uh, then it just started translating to just random, regular people. Well, not that homeless yeah, yeah. people and, you know, drug addicts are not regular people. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, since a very small child, I won't say small child, but I was pretty young, have just found it comfortable to just tell me what's on their mind. So. I decided to do venting sessions, uh, something simple, five minutes for $5. Tell me whatever's on your mind. I'm not licensed to give advice, so I don't, you know, promote that I give advice, but a lot of times people ask me for advice. And, yeah. you know, I remind them I'm not licensed to do so, but I also wrote 100% confidential, so just in case they do feel comfortable um, giving me, you know, the opportunity to tell them what I feel about what they just told me, yeah, yeah. They, they know that this is just from my perspective and I'm not saying it as like I'm deeming them some way or making any type of diagnosis or, yeah. you know. You're, you're kind of just like, uh, like a stand-in friend almost, yeah. like someone venting to a friend. And that's one of the other things that's a part of this is when I was in high school and when I was in seventh and eighth grade, we had a program called AVID. And being a teacher, I know that that program is here too in Minneapolis, probably other places in the country too. Um, it's a national program that's guided to get young people uh, better, just people skills in general, but also better prepare for college and for your career and more organized. Yeah, yeah. And in my sophomore year, our teacher had a relationships unit. And in that unit, he told us that a lot of times communication is one of the biggest things in a relationship that people don't tend to pay enough attention to. And a lot of times people will tell you things in your personal life, like your, your parents or your friends or uh, significant other, and it's not for you to give them advice. They just want to share something with you and they just need someone to listen. So this is also Dude. practice for me. Yes. You know, so that Dude, when, hell people, yes. <laughs> yes. when people come to me and tell me things, you know, it's not for me to tell them like, this is what I would do. You know what yes. I mean? So. Oh man, dude, that is, you're instantly, you're saying this, I have like a million questions popping in my head. And this is the one thing when I was like walking up here, I was thinking, okay, like what's my main thing I would ask you is, um, I think it's rooted in like a problem I have is that I uh, think I have really good advice for friends. <laughs> like for friends giving me, uh, or even like my wife, like I feel like if they are like 
just wanting to vent, my natural instinct is to be like, okay, I totally hear you. Here's here are my thoughts and push back. And I feel like I'm not alone yeah. in that. But I feel like the majority of people I'm learning in life it just want to vent yeah. and don't want anybody to give them advice. And it kind of seems like that's what you're saying. Like some people, what's like the ratio you think of someone that sits down with you and just wants to vent to the kind of person that at the end will ask for advice? It's crazy because it's almost seen. like 50-50. It's Is almost it? like uh, some people will just talk and then they'll say thank you for listening. But some people are like, you know what? Nobody has, I've never even told anybody this, man. I, I, I've been scared to tell people. So if you could at least give me advice because I know that I'm not going to be able to talk to anybody else. Interesting. Period. Yes. And I'm definitely not going to, since I'm not going to talk to anybody else, I know I'm not going to get advice from anywhere else. So Dude. could you please help me? So, Dude, okay, yeah. right there, that's so interesting to me because we live in a world that is like oversaturated with people talking and not very many people listening, I think. My yeah. whole, this whole like podcast thing is my attempt to, I'm trying to unravel what I think it means to be a curious person, to live a curious life. And the biggest parts of that are like empathy and listening. And I'm just, I'm just wondering like for you, uh, like you're, uh, you've seen like people come to you, I guess it sounds like, that don't have anybody else that's listening. Yeah. So do you feel like that's a thing in the world right now of just people who aren't is. listening? It definitely is because I think that's part of the reason. So uh, I used to do music. I don't know if I mentioned that earlier, but when I when I used to record, uh, a lot of the stuff that I used to make songs about were things that I, I recognize in society, like either something I recognize as a pattern or something that literally physically happened right in front of me. And one, one song that I had, I talked about, you know, needing people to be there for you because I actually was uh, on the train and I saw this guy, he was talking to his reflection. And he really? Seemed, yeah, he seemed to be like maybe uh, if he may have been homeless, maybe he was going through something, you know, psychological, some sort of mental health thing. And this is what this project really is for. It's a mental health gap uh, bridger because, yeah. you know. Oh, fascinating. Okay, yeah, it, yeah. It's certain people who don't either have the means to get therapy or like for instance, um, if people can't tell by my voice, I am of African descent, a black person. And in my community, a lot of times we don't feel like going to a therapist is the answer. So this was my way of like bringing the community, you know, this service since they, you know, a lot of times yeah. they don't want to go to it because maybe they can't or they don't, it's not culturally accepted. So, oh man, yeah. that's interesting because when I think of therapy, when I think of therapy, I think of kind of, I've thought about the advice side of it. But something I haven't thought of is just the listening side of it. Yeah. Like, I wonder what the percentage, even that someone is, I have friends that are licensed therapists, but I wonder what percentage of that, that problems are solved just by having someone listen to them. And for my community as a black person, that's part of the thing that kind of contributes to that gap is because <laughs> it's very difficult to tell somebody, you know, this is this is who you are, this is what, even though I, you know, this person telling you this has a bunch of, you know, degrees or what have you, you know, it's very difficult to tell somebody who, who they are when you don't really know them, even though they just, mm, you know, yeah, 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 this, yeah. you know, professional setting. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. When it comes to, uh, you said ever, ever since you were a young kid, yeah. people were coming up and telling you stuff. What yeah. is, like, if, what is it about you or you, what do you think it is about you that people just felt comfortable with or why did that happen? Um, so... One thing that you know, one thing that I've 
come to recognize is, you know, I have something that I call energy privilege. Like there are energy many, privilege. Yeah, there are many different privileges that people have that they're raised in. Like you know, you know, there's white privilege, male privilege, stuff like that. You know, wealth privilege. But I was raised in the hood like my whole life. Okay. And the difference between me and the other people who grew up in the neighborhoods I grew up in is the fact that both of my parents have very high like love energy. Yeah. So I yeah, feel yeah. like both of my parents like having that and possessing that and being anomalies in that okay. uh, respect. And both of those strong forces came together to create me. Like, I, I, I'm so grateful for my parents because no matter what I've been through, you know, like they didn't have a whole lot of money and stuff like that, but what they did have was concern and they cared about me a lot. And so I think people can kind of just tell when other kids, you know, cause it, it was like a, a lot of times it was other students sometimes and they could kind of like just tell. And this isn't to like, boast about myself or anything oh, like no, that. Yeah. It's more so just what I kind of notice about others is that people can feel that. People can feel that energy before you open your mouth. They can tell, like, you know, what somebody, they without even knowing how you were raised, people could tell in general a general sense of how you were raised and the yeah, yeah. environment you were brought up in. So, yes. Man, yeah. if, it's, if there was someone that wanted to, like, raise their own energy to that level, if someone was listening, they are like, man, I want to be someone that people feel comfortable talking to you but if someone wanted to raise their own energy would you give what advice would you give is there anything that comes to mind that you're like man do um just knowing that you're worth love because a lot of times people people project what they have or what they feel about themselves so i like to it, okay, as, that's as much as yeah, much yeah. as much as i i try to you know it's not always received, and that's not the problem. Like some people, some people think that their love is not going to be received. But as long as you love yourself and you're able to project that, you know. And this is just my opinion. I don't know. There's probably other ways to do this or a better way to do this. This is just from what I can tell is that um, some people seem to be afraid of loving themselves and loving others because of it being reciprocated. But you can't worry about that because you know you can never lose with loving. You know. Yes. So, yeah. Dude, before we started rolling, you mentioned uh, some church stuff, whatever that means, whatever <laughs> that means for you. But you saying that brings up, I, I grew up uh, in the church, and one of my biggest pet peeves or frustrations that I realized later on was the lack, and that comes to mind when you're saying this, I think it's fascinating that you started with loving yourself. Because my biggest pet peeve is when when I was growing up, it was all about love other people. Like just it was it was never love yourself, love others as you love yourself. It was just it was almost like that section was let off. It's just all about other people, other people. And I re recently realized like how can you ever expect to be loving towards anybody if you don't love yourself first? So it's interesting that you said love yourself first. Yeah. And then it's kind of then it like well it sounds like it'll overflow from that. Yeah, it's like you you confident enough in yourself knowing that you have that for yourself. So you can have, it's never too much like that you can give. And it's never too mm. little that you could be provided with because, you know, energy can't be created or destroyed. So you have that. Everybody has that. It's all about tapping into it and knowing that you can always have that at the end of the day. I've lost a lot. I've taken a lot of L's, but... As long as I, you know, show that I could take care of myself and that I, when I can, take care of others, even if it's just doing this, even if it's just, you know, allowing people to talk to me, um, I know that, that that that's infinite. That never, 
you can't get rid of that. So, yeah. yeah. Man, that's so awesome. Uh, one of my favorite things on your sign is that uh, it's confidentiality. And yeah. I feel like that's the biggest thing I would I would think when it comes to talking with friends about something you're going through and why this is such a cool thing that you're doing this is because you're, you're right off the bat a safe place. Someone's not going to lose a job yeah. for anything they tell you. Uh, so <laughs> yeah. the the benefit of this is you you could still give me details while being confidential. Some is there a when it comes to people venting to you? Yeah. Uh, is there like one topic that comes up more often than others that people? Family and just just I would say family relationships. Just a lot of things that they wanted to tell other people or tried to tell other people, but either they didn't understand, they didn't have the the social skills to receive. Um, or it, it's they or sometimes these people didn't even feel like they had the confidence to tell this person they wanted to tell. But the point is, they wanted to get something off their chest, and either it's a, it's a lot of different factors. But but there's either something stopping that other person from hearing it, or stopping them from getting to that other person, mm. stopping them you know either confidence wise, like they're not even gonna understand me, or they're not gonna even care, or you know. It's always something like that. Dude, I wonder how many times you've, without knowing it, uh, you've given somebody like an audition or like a run through or like, well, not hmm. an audition, a, re a rehearsal. Yeah. Like I want to work up the guts. Like, what am I going to say? Cause I'm an external processor. I need to kind of talk things out loud. Yeah. And that's why this doing a podcast kind of rules for me. Sometimes yeah. I get to like process stuff and make my mistakes out loud. Uh, but you kind of give people opportunity to like rehearse something. I wonder if anybody like left you ever and goes and be like, yeah. Hell yeah, I'm going to go say something. <laughs> you know, that's a good way to think about it. And it's interesting that you said that because I could think of two instances where that probably did happen. Um, and and one time it seemed like a person had a conversation with someone already. But after talking to me, they kind of were able to get like more perspective uh, from somebody of a similar demographic to who they were trying to reach. And so they, they now have a new angle to come at, yeah. uh, you know. And then there are people who didn't have this conversation at all, and now they have the confidence to do so. And uh, either way is great. And I'm just glad to whatever purpose somebody has for talking to me, I'm glad that I served it. I'm just here being a vessel and uh, making sure that what good energy is supposed to go through in the world, you know, being here in this one spot, this one city, you know, in this one country of this uh, planet, you know, I can't I can't affect everybody, but as, and I can't affect it in every single way. But this is at least a step. So yeah. hell yeah, dude! Oh man, thanks for hanging out with me no and problem. chatting with me. Uh, this uh, I think this conversation is making me want to be more intentional about like the energy. And my like place in the universe, I'm holding myself on like a regular basis. Cool. So this is rad, dude.